can you live life now so that you don't get to that final day whenever it comes with any regrets? Welcome to Unleashed. I'm Alexi Panos, life, love, and business strategist, leadership trainer, entrepreneur, and philanthropist. And you found the place for getting real, no BS, tools, strategies, and inspiration on how to live your fullest potential, unlock your most authentic expression, and create a life and business that you're completely obsessed with. It's time to remove the chains that have been keeping us small. And it's time to live life unleashed. What is up, Soul Family? Welcome to today's episode. We are talking about living your best life, like for real, for real. Because um, I'm going to bring in a topic that is something we don't talk about that much, which is death. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, okay. Before you think I'm like super morbid and super whatever, death in its true essence in ancient cultures that have existed for thousands of years before us, death was something that was held so sacred because it created a sense of deep presence and urgency in our lives. And nowadays, we are trying to avoid even old age as much as possible. If you think about it, so many people are just in complete denial that they're getting older. And we see it in the Botox culture and everyone trying to remain youthful forever. And we have made getting older a bad thing. But there is a wisdom in getting older. There is a wisdom to having lines on our face and experience in our years for us to really reflect on what life is about. Because hopefully as we get older, we collect lessons and those lessons continue to teach us, continue to evolve us and continue to ground us into what life is truly about. And I want to talk about this book that I read a while back called The Top Five Regrets of the Dying. And this book is a book by Bronnie Ware. And I believe she was like a nurse or a midwife of death. So as people were kind of on their deathbed, she would kind of help them and usher them through that transition. And it's been a while since I've read it. So the details aren't super clear, but I do remember the top five regrets because I had them posted. Like literally I read the book. It impacted me so much that I wrote the five regrets on a piece of paper and posted it at my desk so I would look at it every single day. Why? Because there were themes and the themes were strong. <laughs> and it's it's not that surprising, honestly. When you think about the themes that showed up, these top five regrets of the dying, you really see that, oh my gosh, I could miss the whole point of life. Based on the trajectory that most of us are on, we could miss the whole point of life. So that being said, what are these top five regrets of the dying? What do we get to bring into our consciousness now at whatever age you're at, whether you're 15 or 25 or 35 or 55 or 85, I don't care how old you are, can you live life now? so that you don't get to that final day whenever it comes with any regrets. And that has been a mission of mine, certainly for a very long time, but certainly since I've read this book, 
uh, to live life fully and to fully be present to live what matters most every single day while also enjoying all the things that life has to offer. So let's get into it. Regret number one, I wish I'd had the courage to live life true to myself, not the life that others expected of me. Now that's a big one. I wish I had the courage to live life true to myself, not the life that others expected of me. Now, the obvious thing to think about here are our parents or our loved ones or people in our friend group or our peers. There's a certain definition of success that those people hold for us. And it's all usually well-meaning. They want to see us do well and they, they hold a certain standard for us. And sometimes if we go out of the box that they know leads to a successful life, it can be challenging for them. So what happens is a lot of people stay within the box because they don't want to lose the family. They don't want to lose the friends. They don't want to lose the relationships. But if you kind of zoom out a little bit, the bigger conversation here is, is the societal definition of success that others expect of you. What is the societal definition of success? You know, certain ones that come to mind that are really deeply programmed in our society here in the U.S. is you go to college, you get a good job, you get married, you have kids, you have stability, you retire, you live a good life, right? Now, as I say that, I'm like, God, that doesn't exist anymore. Like, that's not even present. That's not even like a usual present reality for most people. But there's also this idea that success, as we're shifting out of the college paradigm and the get a job that you stay in for 20 years and you get a pension, as we're shifting out of that, now it's, you got to be an entrepreneur and you've got to have the laptop lifestyle and you've got to travel the world. And we have this general idea that success looks a certain way a certain amount of followers, a certain type of fashion statement, a certain type of level of success of money in the bank. And the question is, not that you know any of that's wrong, but did you choose it? Did you actually choose that? Because if you didn't choose it, if you just said yes to it because it was handed down to you, you may get to the end of your life and go, wait a second, is this what I wanted? Because for some of you, you may want what we would call a simple life, which is I want to live in nature. I want to be surrounded by the people I love. I want to grow my own food. I want to live off the land. Cool. Your life is going to look a lot different than society's current view of success. For some of you, it's I want to live location independent. I want to go to different places and experience the world. And yet you're in a job as a lawyer or a doctor or, you know, in finance where you're working nine to five, Monday through Friday. And you're, that seems so far, seems so far. So really check in with yourself and ask yourself, what would living a life that is true to you look like? Like what is success on your terms? And it's different for everyone. And the key here is not to judge what you want, because the judgment only comes from the comparison of what we think it should be or shouldn't be, but to just embrace it, to embrace it and to go, yeah, this, 
this is what matters most to me and how can I start to live my life that way? It's huge. All right. Regret number two, I wish I hadn't worked so much. (laughs) Wow. Now this one seems obvious, right? Especially for people who do not like their jobs. Um, but even people who do love their jobs, like I love what I do, love what I do. And I know that I can get caught up in work because it, it validates a part of my soul. It lets my soul know that I'm on a mission, that I'm working towards something. I'm making an impact. I'm of service. It, it feels good. And I can get sucked up in it sometimes and miss out on the simple pleasures of life that also mean a lot to me, like relationships and family and being in nature and exploring and curiosity and creativity. So working so much, and this, this kind of goes back to the first regret. There is a belief that we have to maintain a certain type of lifestyle in order to live. And that's a lie. That's a lie. You know, we we don't have to have an expensive house. We don't have to have a car even nowadays. We don't have to have all the best of this and that. We can really start to get intentional with how we earn, how we invest those earnings, which means we have to get really intentional about how we spend those earnings because most people are living paycheck to paycheck. They literally are not investing any of their money into assets that would make their money make money for them. And therefore they become slaves to this job. And then they get to the end of their life and they go, oh my God, I wish I hadn't worked so much, but they didn't ever feel like they had a choice because well, I have a mortgage to pay. I have a car note to pay. I have all this stuff to pay. I have to do this. And if you pull back far enough, ask yourself, did I actually have to, or did I choose that based on the type of lifestyle I chose to live? It's a big, big thing. Regret number three, I wish I'd had the courage to express my feelings. Oh, this one gets you right in the heart, right? As I read that, I'm just like, man, thinking about all the times that I withheld, all the times that I didn't speak my truth, didn't share how I felt, didn't tell somebody how much they meant to me out of fear, out of fear of rejection, out of fear of abandonment, out of fear of, oh, I'll be too much if I express this. I don't want to be that person. Whatever the case is, so many of us are holding so much inside. And sometimes it's not even about expressing how we feel about somebody else, but sometimes it's just about acknowledging our feelings, acknowledging what we've been through, acknowledging our history. That's been a huge part of my journey is being able to speak honestly and openly and authentically about things that I've been through, sharing that with other people, letting people in, not just letting them see the parts that I want them to see, but letting them in on the parts that are still a work in progress, which by the way, are a lot of them. But that's a huge one, huge one. You don't want to get to the end of your life and feel like you suffocated your voice, your heart, your your feelings, because feelings are the part of life that make us connected to our aliveness. 
It allows us to feel alive. It allows us to know that we are tapped in, we are connected, we are saying yes to a particular thing. Even if it's sadness that we're experiencing, it means that we're actually allowing ourselves to be connected to life in order to experience sadness. So it's all beautiful. Okay, regret number four, I wish I had stayed in touch with my friends. Oh man, this is one I know I get to work on. Um, I'm pretty good when people are like in my vicinity. (laughs) If you are not in my vicinity, I am the worst at this um, because, you know, life gets busy. And this is something that I've been intentional about getting better at, uh, but it's something I have so much room for improvement on. And, you know, at the end of the day, relationships truly, truly are what make life full. It is in relation to other beings that we can truly know ourselves because we get reflected about who we are from those relationships. So whether it's friends or partners or loved ones or family, there is so, so, so much to this. And I think that most of us don't consider this uh, until we get to that, that end point. We don't consider the relationships that matter the most to us. We don't consider the people that truly make life worth living. And we have this conversation, at least I do, where it's like, oh, well, they know. They know, but do they, you know, have you expressed it lately? And if you have it, maybe just reach out, send a text, drop a little love note in the mail, old school style, but let people know that they mean something to you and that they matter. That's important. Number five, our final regret is that I wish I'd let myself be happier. Oh, this one just gets me because so many of us struggle our way through life. So many of us think it's got to be hard in order for it to be worthwhile. Now, don't get me wrong. Life definitely has its hard moments. But have you actually let yourself experience the joy that life has for you? I know this has been a struggle for me to really let joy in because my brain goes to the next thing and then the next thing, or it goes to, well, I could have done it better, (laughs) or this could still be better because I'm always looking for ways to fine tune and, and optimize. But can I actually be present to the joy? And it's not always what we think it is. It's not always like these big moments. Sometimes it's For me, at least, it's walking outside and smelling that smell of spring when there's fresh pollen in the air and maybe fresh rain from the morning on the street still and a cool, crisp breeze that has a scent to it and you just breathe it in and breathe it out and know that you're alive. Like that's a joy of life, right? Feeling the sun hit your face is a joy of life looking at your children as they curiously try and peel apart something or figure something out, that's a joy of life. Hearing a song that moves you so much and you saying, fuck it, and dancing your ass off, that is a joy of life. Being so connected to your partner sexually and 
and intimately and intellectually and just allowing yourself to be fully present to all that connection, that is the joy of life. And there are millions more, right? But there is so much joy to be had. And I think because we expect it to come in these explosive top of the mountain moments, we miss the simple joys. We miss the subtle joys. We miss the joy that has been built in since the very beginning of time. And it's truly for us. It's for us for pleasure. We are pleasure beings. And if we allow ourselves You know, I say this phrase often and I heard it somewhere. I forget who from, but I love it. It's like, allow life to have sex with you. (laughs) Sorry for any of you who that offended, but just really think about this. Like, allow life to penetrate you. There's so much that life is trying to give to us consistently, consistently in the raindrop, in the moon, in the stars, in the scents, in the flowers, in the birds, in the in the songs, in the waves, like life is constantly trying to give us pleasure. And we're just blocking it like, nope, nope, nope. (laughs) We've got our headphones in all the time, sending voice notes, listening to podcasts, you know, always busy. We're always distracted. And life is like, hey, I'm just trying to love you. I'm just trying to penetrate you. I'm trying to give you what you're seeking in all of this busyness, may not be the direct thing you think you're seeking, but underneath all of what you think you're seeking, you're seeking joy and connection, pleasure, aliveness. And life is going, yo, I'm giving it to you. You're just missing it, missing it. So this is something we really, really get to think about. We really get to land this in our body. We really get to get present to it. And a question that I sit in every single day, I walk out of the house. Sometimes I stay in the house. Let's say I'm working from home and I barely leave the house that day. I wake up and I go, what magic will I experience today? What magic will I experience today? And if you don't like that word, what joy will I experience today? Or how will I let life penetrate me with pleasure today? However you want to phrase it. I don't care how you phrase it. Make it yours but set yourself up to win. Set yourself up to see it because it's knocking on your door and you're sitting in the room going, why is life not giving me what I want? And life's at the door like, hello, (laughs) hello. I've been ringing the door and knocking on the door for hours, for years, for decades. And you're just missing me because you're too busy thinking it's coming in some other package. It's not. It's here. It's right now. And how can you allow yourself to experience more of that? Mm, So good. So I hope that these resonated for you. I hope that one of them stuck out and you're like, oh my gosh, yes, I get to start living that now. I get to bring more of that in now. Yes, because that's what this is about. And again, I started this episode by saying that death is one of our greatest teachers However, we happen to live in a society where we have pushed aside death and made it wrong and made it bad and tried to avoid it in every way possible, but let it be a teacher. Let it create a sense of urgency for your life, for this one beautiful life that we have in this particular incarnation, 
right? Whatever you believe. But as you are, the relationships you have, the life that you're living, the essence that is your soul, you've got one go at that particular thing. Why not max it out? Why not live it to its fullest? Why not say a giant yes to being alive? Not just paying taxes and dying. <laughs> like, there's so much more. There's so much more. So I hope you got some value from this. I hope you got some deep, deep nourishment in your soul from this. And I hope you feel excited to shift, even if it's just 2%, to shift how you show up to your day so that you don't live with regret, so that you don't get to the end of your day thinking, what if, or I wish I hadn't, or I wish I had. Live your life now. Live what matters now, because now is the opportunity. This is the time. All right. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for spending your time with me. If you haven't yet subscribed to this podcast, be sure to do so so you don't miss an episode. And also, if you've got about 90 seconds, I would love if you could head on over to iTunes, leave a rating and a review of this episode, this podcast, as that exponentially helps. Like It helps in the most crazy way for this to get out to more people. So take 90 seconds, leave a rating and review, make sure it's honest, make sure it's from the heart, then screenshot it and email it over to podcast at alexipanos.com and you will get back a magic little link that will give you access to over $1,000 worth of amazing free gifts and bonuses that will help you unleash your most incredible life, business, and love. And it is my way of saying thank you for taking the time to do that and to support this mission. And as always, thank you for just being you. Thank you for taking the time to listen to content that in in my deepest intention, my hope is that this content is changing you in some way. It's waking you up in some way to the the magic that you are, the most incredible, like you are an incredible human being. And I'm not just saying that. I actually truly believe that every single one of us has a magic to us. We have something beautiful to give to this world and it means so much to me that you are exploring that that you are living that that you are executing that magic out in the world because that's what's going to change the world at large is one person at a time so thank you thank you thank you from the bottom of my heart for saying yes to you it means the world to me and i'll see you on the next episode